Hello, friends. Welcome to Our Little Gang, and this is our podcast. And before we get started, um, I just want to give a special thanks to Players Smoked Barbecue, Madeira MMA, Tattoo Joe, Blends Barbershop, La Quinta. All located in Madeira. We'll have all the the social media links in uh, in the description somewhere. So you guys go ahead and follow them and make sure that you guys, uh, you know, visit them or, or just help support their business. Because, you know, thanks to them they, for believing in us and and. and and yeah, allowing us to do what we want to do um, as far as creating and, and being able to help other people with uh, things they want to create. Thank you to them. And we we have some stuff coming up to really showcase uh, uh, our sponsors and, and, and the quality that they provide and everything that they do. So again, thank you to them. And um, so before we actually get to the final form of, of our podcast, uh, we want to interview each member of, uh, of our crew so you guys can see who you're dealing with <laughs> so today's crew member is Derek Burns so he's a really funny guy really talented uh known this guy for a while um uh, every time we hang out it's just just a barrel full of laughs, <laughs> but anyways thank you for tuning in um make sure you guys follow us on all our social media with the Facebook Instagram Snapchat um YouTube channel everything um share and, and uh let us know what you think but anyways now on to the podcast Freaking, uh, what was it? Oh, it's not the casting couch. <laughs> the casting couch? <laughs> it's all black and leather. <laughs> but nobody cleans that couch. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you can't even put those covers apart, dude. It's kind of the most uncomfortable thing to sit on. It probably cracks. It probably does, dude. <laughs> Crumbles when I'm trying to sit on it. You remember, like, back in the day when you were a little kid, you would put glue on your hand? Yeah. And let it dry. Yeah, let it dry and try to peel it off. That's how that couch looks like, dude. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, oh, damn. <laughs> you know, your, your couch's skin is coming off. That's what we just start. Hey, what's up, everybody? Freaking, today it's just gonna be me and, uh, me and Derek. Derek Burns. Yo, what's up? <laughs> I don't mind yelling. <laughs> <laughs> so we re- we already kind of recorded this once. We were coming back from from Oakers, but I is guess is it actually recording though this time? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we we thought we recorded, so we talked to each other for like an hour and a half <laughs> for no reason. I was like, man. I got to know you for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> now we gotta start from the top. Start all over again. <laughs> but how? When did we meet each other? We okay. So I officially met you. I want to say it was two thousand. Two thousand. Let me see. Eight nine. Whatever show you guys did in the Madeira. When did you guys do the uh, the? It was about two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Which one? Uh, the golf course? You guys did the golf course, yeah. I remember yeah. going to the country club in Madeira. 
Yeah. And you guys were at the, that's that's when I first like first you know, I saw you. Yeah. And I remember the first introduction was Daniel. Uh, he was like, "Hey, this is Eloy," and you're like, "Hey." And then you went right back to your phone. You, I don't know, you were like more enthralled with whoever you were trying to talk to than like no, the, the whole situation. <laughs> <laughs> I just look at you like, who is this schmuck? Why is he wearing a suit? <laughs> you remember I used to wear suits all the time? I was on stage. Yeah. I remember even Phil was like, why is he wearing Why suit? the fuck is he wearing a suit? <laughs> Stop wearing suits. Fucking suit and sneakers. <laughs> Fucking like Ellen. Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> I don't know why you were dressed like that. <laughs> We like here go to your bar mitzvah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, that, it was a long ass time ago, dude. That was a long ass time. That's okay. So that's when I first introduced you, but I didn't really get to know you, know you until about two thousand. So, ooh, it was about two thousand fifteen, fourteen. You think? When 14? were we doing that? That that was. What shows were we doing then? Okay, so I, it was. The night you as uh, the uh, over on, in Clovis, California, when we did the the Thai the Thai place, Thai fusion. Thai oh, fusion. <laughs> we feel like I had a drink. Yeah. <laughs> okay, because let me let me tell you a story real quick. Uh-huh. For the longest time, I was waiting for like my my big break. Yeah. Essentially, you know, yeah. like my version of the big break, uh-huh. and I was working with uh, some of the local comics in Fresno for a little bit, and it was just just enough to get me. Just get see, see as far as I can get up in the the business, pretty much, right? Yeah. So I was doing everything I possibly could. So I was working with some of the bigger promoters at that time. Yeah. And it was helping out my comic career, quote unquote. And but it wasn't like far enough. It was just kind of stagnant, right? Yeah. And then my cousin calls me, my cousin Daniel. He's like, "Hey, uh, get a hold of Phil. Phil needs somebody tonight." And I'm like, "Phil Medina." <laughs> Well, Phil Medina wants me. <laughs> Why the fuck does he want me? <laughs> so, I I, I was so, I remember I was feeling so nervous. I was like this knot in my stomach, mm. and I had to call Phil. And I was like, I, I don't I don't even know what to say to this guy. Like I don't even know why he wants me. Yeah. But Daniel ends up telling me like, hey, I give him a little you know heads up like what you're doing and like that you're trying to get in the comedy field and stuff like that. And he wants you tonight because he needs somebody. So get get your ass over there and call Phil right now. Yeah. So I, I did. I get a hold of him. And he's like, hey, man, uh, Daniel tells me you're a comic. How much time you got? I need somebody tonight. Uh-huh. And I was like, man, I got a cool 30 minutes. <laughs> I don't even know if I had two at that time. <laughs> I don't even know if I had any at that time. Yeah. Right? So I was like, man, I got a cool 30 minutes. He's like, he texts me back. He's like, you got 30 minutes? How long have you been doing this? I was, at that time, I was like two years or so. Yeah. I think I told him it wasn't very long. Like, I was like, ah, you know, like two, three years? And he's like, and you got 30 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, yeah, man, I got no problem. He's like, okay, here's the deal. I need you tonight in Los Banas. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, if I like you, we can go from there. And so I was like, oh, shit, this is like my big, like, audition pretty much like I gotta I gotta outstand this shit right yeah. I gotta I gotta make this fucking amazing yeah I go up there and I eat the biggest bag of dicks up on stage and I was coming off stage like this was the it this is done I'm done now like this is I can't go any further cause yeah. I, I suck right now you yeah. know <laughs> so he goes and he comes up to me he's like let's talk after the show and I was like okay 
Yeah. At this point, I, at that point, I was about to tell him, "Hey, you know, I'm going home. You know, thank you for everything, but you know, I, I appreciate the opportunity, basically, yeah. to leave, right?" But he's like, "Let's talk after the show." So I talked to him after the show, and he's like, "We got a lot of fucking work to do." But first of all, you never tell a promoter you got 30 minutes. <laughs> you don't even have shit. <laughs> you want, yeah, <laughs> was I the other night? I think no. No, you no, weren't. I wasn't there. I'm getting to that point. Yeah. Because at this point, I was like, I'm done with Phil. Like, this won't, I won't ever get, I won't ever get another opportunity like this. Yeah. And then uh, Phil's like, I'm doing another show next weekend. I want you to be there. It's a Typhusion, and uh, we'll, we'll get you some stage time, but we need, I need you there. Yeah. So I was like, okay. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm telling everybody, you know, I'm telling every, Phil's helping me out with like a, a poster. I get the poster out. I'm telling everybody, I'm go, I'm doing this, you know? Yeah. So... I get, I, I got a few people to go out there, and I got Daniel to go out there. But that was the night I met you, I think, because you were there and you were setting everything up. Probably, yeah. And uh, so yeah, that's where I. And then I remember us and Phil's getting fucking hammered. I remember carrying his <laughs> carrying his ass all the way back to his room, fucking nursing him back to health, and then you almost dying, and then that's how I fucking met you. <laughs> almost died. <laughs> My sleep? No. No, dude, that was the night you fucking. <laughs> uh, you scared Phil and I both. We were both on our phones, like, should we call 911? Oh, we yeah. Were, we're having a staring contest, like, now oh. let's see what happens. Fuck it, let's roll the dice. Oh, you got hella drunk. No, dude, I was, I, was, I was fucking scared. Like, I didn't know what to do. Like, I wanted to, like, call 911, and then you came too. <laughs> you did the last. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck. <laughs> He's hanging in He's there. Hanging in there. <laughs> like a chair. <champ. laughs> I met both of you guys. And that was like my first play. And I was like, this is the big time? Like, this is it? So, yeah, that night, he's fucking, he's puking. He's throwing his ass up, right? I, and he, there was like, to get into the bathroom of this place, you had to go through a door. And then it led you down a hallway. And then there was another door that goes into the bathroom. Uh, and he had me guard the fucking door. Like, I was in the bathroom with him, and I had to be there. I was holding the door shut, locking it, whatever I had to do. And he's like, give me a towel or the trash can. And I give him the trash can, and he puts his hand on me. He's like, welcome to show business. <laughs> oh, that shit was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that night, oh, I forgot. I, I remember who performed, but I remember like we got hella drunk. Because um, I don't know if they were just giving us shots or what they were doing, but I remember Phil got really drunk. And we had to escort him out of there like, if he, like he had an assassination attempt. <laughs> <laughs> we had to escort him and throw him inside a truck. <laughs> but then, yeah, we were pretty drunk. That you said he throw into a truck? Yeah. We had to escort him out. We had to pretend like, like we had to get him out of there really fast. But... Yeah, that was a long time ago. We don't even do that anymore. We don't now. Now, that was in the beginning when when we were still learning everything. Now that I don't know, we're older. We kind of don't do that anymore. Yeah, exactly. It's so weird now. Like I remember times where I was. I don't even know which way was up. Yeah. I remember going on a trip with Phil, and it was probably the the best experience of my life. 
right? Uh-huh. And there's been other times where it was not that great, you know? I mean, there's <laughs> other, but you have to go through those experiences. Yeah. Like, you have to appreciate both ends. There's going to be nights where you're, you're, there's nothing but fucking everything you want underneath the sun. Yeah. And there's going to be nights where you're trying to fight over who gets the ottoman in the hotel room, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but it's just, it's like that, though. I remember one time, uh, Phil and Manny Maldonado, we, we went to uh, Brentwood for a show. Mm-hmm. And we we got so hammered that night. We went to an after party mm-hmm. and then to an after after party where the real fun was, right? And then after that, we were like, we need some tacos. Well, right around <laughs> our, our hotel is a Jack in a Box, uh, and we just fucking we got like twenty eight tacos. It was fucking ridiculous. Yeah. We got, and this is like six o'clock in the morning by this time. By the time we get back to our hotel, they're already setting up for breakfast for the people to come downstairs, <laughs> yeah. and we're our drunk asses. Fucking hanging in there, looking like <laughs> last night's leftovers. Fucking so chucking along. Our eyelashes are all barely hanging on. <laughs> I lost a shoe. shoe. <laughs> no man, it's, man, we've been we've been at it for a while. Yeah, sometimes I miss those times because it's like uh, for for me, like we would do the shows and then we kind of felt like VIP or whatever, and then like a celebrity for a minute. And then the next day, when you have to wake up and nobody knows us again, yeah, yeah, that that part yeah. was always depressing. I'm like, oh, man, now now but nobody again. <laughs> but you have to you have to humble yourself. Yeah. And there's there's a there's a thing with entertainers, and I've been doing this. I've been entertaining people for fucking ever, yeah. right? I've been my parents put me up on stage when I was a kid. I went through high school in theater. I went to college, got a theater degree. I, th- I, just I, thought, you, I thought you were going to say your parents put you in a fish tank. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> I'm sure they wanted to. I'm sure they still want to. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> what were you saying? But uh, Being an entertainer, you, you get through mm. this thing once you're up there and people start recognizing you. People start cheering for you, and like it, you get this ego about yourself. Yeah, you start getting this this like I'm better than somebody else, or I'm you know look at me kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. So it's good to have those humbling experiences when you you feel like you're somebody at one point, and then the next day, you know nobody knows who you are, so you gotta yeah. show them who you are. Yeah, yeah, that that it was I don't know what it was called, but it was just like the next day it was always plus you're probably hungover, so that oh yeah, oh I've done that too. Yeah, you wake up and you're like, okay, now I gotta back to nothing, back to freaking. You like waking up and realizing that like the party's over. Yeah. And then now it's like, well, what do we do now? You gotta prepare for the next one, and yeah. then the next one after that. And that's part about being a comic is you're also like being on the on the stage part of it. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have really great nights, and then there's also the other end of that when nobody fucking wants you. Yeah. Nobody fucking cares about you. I remember when I first did comedy. I remember telling Daniel about this, and it was fucking. It was so sad after I, was, I did this. Uh-huh. So I invited Daniel to my very first open mic. Yeah. Right. And he, uh, he brought him and his wife and a friend of theirs, and I was so excited. But I didn't have shit. Yeah. I didn't have any material. I was going up there winging it, and I ate a big old bag of dicks up on yeah. stage. Right. Terrible. So. Next day, I was like, I need to be where the action is. Like yeah. th- that's the problem. It's like not my jokes. Yeah. <laughs> people, knew, I had people out there. They w- they would have at least left, right, or paid yeah. attention, but they didn't. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I was like, I, I need to be where the action is. I need to go down to Los Angeles and do this. Yeah. So the very next weekend, I, w- I drove down to Los Angeles. I booked a spot at the Ha Ha Comedy Club. Um, it was it was an open mic spot, but yeah. I, I I did it. Um, I went up there, and fuck it, that was the first time I ever got heckled up yeah. on stage. What did it say? I, I had this, this random joke one time about... Uh, oh, my God, I forgot how it went. It was, oh, Salvador Dali, right? Uh, Salvador Dali uh, said that he was going to eat his wife after she had died. But then, you know, when she got asked about this, she was, well, he never did it right. Well, I was alive. Why do I give a shit? You know? So it didn't go over so well at that time. Kind of like how it is right now. Yeah. So So, you are murdering right now. (laughs) Doing a hot 20 right now. But it, she heckled me. She's like, what does that even mean? Yeah. And I didn't have an answer for her. And then I was like, thank you for thank you for inviting me a bit. <laughs> and then I fucking got off the stage. I was like, Daniel, I can't do this shit. Yeah. And he's like, even Robin Williams had a terrible night. Yeah. George Carlin wasn't on top every single time he went yeah. up on stage, you know? And then, like, I've seen all the comics bomb before. Mm-hmm. I've seen some of the people who've done really well in the comedy field do absolutely terrible. Yeah. And it just, it, you have to have those humbling moments, you know, before you have to have those moments to know how to get better at yeah. being a comic. Yeah. I've been thinking about actually going up and doing stand up. Why don't you, dude? You're fucking hilarious, man. <laughs> You're fucking, dude. Like some of the shit that comes out of your mouth, dude, is so mind boggling. I've known you for fucking years, Eloy. You're fucking hilarious. Dude, I, don't, I don't even know how you're not a comic. I don't know. I just don't like, I just don't like being in the freaking, like, uh, spotlight, I guess. Everybody like looking at me, dude. Turn around, be that one comic <laughs> that doesn't face the audience ever. <laughs> That'd be your shtick. <laughs> tell backwards jokes. <laughs> you know, I, I told Phil one of these days I'm gonna do be like a like a, like a cover band comic. <laughs> tell everybody else's jokes. Yeah. <laughs> you guys want to hear an impression of Danny Minch? <laughs> Blue <laughs> whales. <laughs> just start doing everybody else's jokes, dude. <laughs> I thought about that. I was just like, oh, this next one is from 2000 and whatever. Like, oh. <laughs> Dedicated to <laughs> Philip Medina. This is Bruce Bruce Collection. <laughs> just everybody else's fucking set. Why not? Elvis impersonators. Right, no, right? They love comic impersonators. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. But I thought about it, and I'm still thinking about it. Maybe just like, <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe just work on, on a five-minute set and just fucking polish the fuck out of it. Dude, just do two jokes. Two jokes. That's all you got to do. You have to start. Okay? I, I it's wanna, not about finishing. It's about getting started. And you'll never be able to finish unless you start. I really want to do that whole uh, milk in that situation. <laughs> I, I find Dude, that hilarious. That, hey, Anthony Jeselnik has made an entire career telling abortion jokes. Yeah. I want, like there's the, there's that like there's certain topics that I want to talk about, and then like uh, the whole uh, Jesus Christ guy, <laughs> but like I want to make fun of him. <laughs> you know what would be hilarious uh, is like you get video of somebody just stubbing their toe, and then you just dubbed his voice over <laughs> over the words that they're supposed to be saying, or that someone gets hit in the face. <laughs> it's just Jesus Christ. Like, yeah. But no, I don't know. There's, there's or watching like, a back alley abortion. I, I've, I've thought of like dubbing some stuff, but it gets very, uh, I don't know, very bad. 
No, dude. It just I've, I've been thinking about it. Just at least like a five minute set, but dude, do it. But I don't know. I don't. I just one joke at a time. Maybe maybe, maybe when the when the the start doing those open mic things. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'll do that. Why don't you? Like, you should be the host. That's how you get good jokes, man. Because you can also have a set, but you can also work on material. Yeah. While just like walk, because you know what saves a lot of comics and what actually burns a lot of comics mm-hmm. is their lack of crowd interaction. Because mm-hmm. if you don't know how to handle a heckler, you're gonna look a week up on stage and you're gonna turn around and walk out. You know, and for a comic, that's hard. So yeah. with the more you have that opportunity, the what what do they call it? The first ten thousand hours of yeah. whatever you know to skill. Become, become a pro. Yeah, or... like you you gotta put in your hours, man. Yeah, like right, like well, I, I think. Like I can I can deal with hecklers, cause I'm I'm always been a smartass. Yeah. And I was like like right now when that girl told you like what does that even mean I would be like it means you need to shut the fuck up <laughs> or just some shit like yeah but, <clears throat> See, I'm not that quick I'm, <laughs> I'm a little dumb. <laughs> so I don't know if you noticed my uh, my my uh, what is it my my whatever paternity shoes what is it my paternity shoes no, no. <laughs> my the New ones, Balances <laughs> the ones that have those thick ass soles so you can walk right. <laughs> Those, those like the ones like the shakeups like the no shape-ups? one shoe is thicker than the, the other. other oh yeah I've seen those <laughs> what the fuck are they called <laughs> your ant stompers <laughs> <laughs> what are they called like it's like therapeutic or some shit like no yeah I know what you're talking about <laughs> it's fucking thick axles yeah do you remember Daniel used to wear those things <laughs> those are for like uh, professional cat collectors dude <laughs> Professional can collectors? You know, you collect cans and you hit the crush them? <laughs> what? I didn't know you had a career out of something like that. I don't know. I see people with bags of cans. It's I thought those were career. homeless people looking for meth. I don't know. I, I see them all the time over in Fresno. I thought that was a career, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, these guys are good at it. <laughs> this guy's got two shopping carts. Look at those bags <laughs> filled up to the brim. They, when... Because I used to collect cans. You used to collect cans? When I was little, I would collect cans. Oh, yeah. Them. Oh, to sell them? Yeah. Oh, like at the recycling centers. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we would put like rocks in them. To <laughs> make them heavy? Yeah. You were those people? See, I always thought about doing that. Because like, I, we did that too. Yeah. Like we used to do all the bottles and stuff like that and then take them to the recycling center. Yeah. And I was like, why aren't you guys filling this up? Because they're doing it by weight. Yeah. Like, I, I, but that was just me. You know, that was my entrepreneurship. But you can't, you can't put a fucking... You can't put a whole boulder in there. Because you get like a pound that... Like a pound of cans, you know what it looks like or whatever. So you got to kind of like, oh, okay, maybe every other can, you put a rock in there and you smash it. Oh, okay. So it just... So it, it adds a little bit more weight. Because otherwise they'll know, right? Yeah. So they, yeah, they're pretty dumb. sure they knew. But... What the fuck were you saying? Oh, like you're slightly retarded? Yeah, slightly. <laughs> slightly. I haven't, I haven't fixed that much yet. I don't think I'm going to at this point. <laughs> like, I'm fucked. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'm, I'm taken care of right now, so I'm good. <laughs> but, uh, what the fuck were you saying? Oh, yeah, so... <clears throat> yeah, so I've been thinking about it. I, I'm pretty sure I will do it. I just don't know when. Dude, you got it. You're fucking hilarious. That'd be a great... What if I just made fun of the homeless? You know, like some people are not gonna. It's not gonna be for everybody. But you know what? Fuck them. You know, because I, I, I like I could just say shit. I'm just having a good ass time with myself. 
But I don't know if anybody gets it. Or it gets because my humor is like kind of dark. But there's people out there that make dark comedy. Like yeah. that's, that's their thing. You're gonna get a lot of people coming after you after the show. You're very concerned. <laughs> my dad's homeless. <laughs> What's that got to do with me? Go help him out. <laughs> Make him a doghouse or something. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that's that's one of the things I've been wanting to do. And then, cause I, I've, I've always joked around or I've always helped, like, fill up write jokes or other people just help them with their jokes. Whether it's just tagging them up or, or, or just... Some of the stuff like that Philip has come up with, or or, or it, usually it's some of it has started from us just talking shit. Yeah, just talking shit, and and some of the stuff like when we would go out to different shows, and then we would have to like spend the night at a hotel. We'd just hang out at whatever. Sometimes it was just us, and we would just be talking shit. Um, it's kind of how the the, the podcast uh, Tattletale started because, like, we were talking. We were talking about one of the podcasts that. Him and his friend would slap chop each other in the, in the in the hotel room, pretending it was like WWE. I don't know that. No, I don't know. Well, <clears throat> Papuch, him and Papuch, like this is when I first started. I've never met him. No, so I don't. Yeah, uh, like, I know. I've heard stories, but I've yeah. never met him personally. So when we first started, like going up and down California uh, for Philip shows, um, it was me, him, and Papuch, and every time we got to the hotel room, they'd always slap chop each other, throw each other out of the van, and I was like. <laughs> This is how they foreplay, or <laughs> like, what exactly is this? Are they about to mate? <laughs> so, just shit like that. Just let's talk your shit. But uh, I've always that's one thing I've always wanted to do, and I've always done like in in, in like high school, and middle school is like just being with your friends, just talking shit. shit yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> and I know I know that I want to do something with it, but. I just don't know if it's gonna be on stage or behind the scenes or something. But as long as I get to hang out with people and just talk shit, and I'll be okay with that. That's what's up. I think that's that's what's gonna happen with that. Yeah, you definitely should. You definitely you have that. Well, I think what the problem is is the comfortability part. People get stage fright really easily, mm-hmm. and it's like everyone's staring at you. Yeah. And there's that that old saying about like, imagine everybody in the audience naked. Hmm. But then you know you got the big titty girl up front, you know, and you're like fumbling over, over the no, words. I just, I just stared. Dude. I just stared. <laughs> Thank you for being here. You're making this a lot easier. I'm just gonna stare at this the whole time. This is a hot ten minutes right here. <laughs> I got five minutes up here. I'm just gonna stare at your tits. I'm just like, right now. I should have worn glasses, or I should have worn sunglasses, but uh, it's too late now. <laughs> The problem is, is that like people just don't go for it. Yeah. Because what's on the other side is a lot better than. Because I remember I used to get so nervous about being going up on stage. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't particularly like it. Mm-hmm. I like I like the art of it. I just don't like the fact that people are watching me. And like mm-hmm. so there was there's been times where I was like I'm not going up there. I can't I can't do this. I'm too nervous. Yeah. But then after a while you do it enough, you're like yeah fuck it. You know you fuck what they think. So let's, let's see what happens. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. you're going to bomb. <clears throat> yeah. You're hilarious, but you're going to bomb, you know? Yeah. But you got to have that mindset in there. Yeah. I don't know. The, the only thing, like, I, I know I'll get over the nervousness, but it's just my humor. My humor is pretty dark, or it's pretty fucked up sometimes. Like, just the whole thing about homeless people making fun of that, or just anything. Like, I, I, would, I, I like making fun of things. Yeah. So, and sometimes I'll make fun of myself, yeah. but it's always making fun of something, like, making, like... 
especially when something is like really serious and you're like is it really that serious like like yeah see that's the best part about being a comic is that you, after a while you just don't give a shit anymore yeah so like i think that's why sh- dark shit amuses yeah. me because like i think the same shit and i'm just too afraid to say it yeah but that shit fucking yeah. makes me laugh you know yeah right like, i don't know why but <laughs> i i love the fact that this alabama thing is going on right now what is that the, the, the uh, uh they they passed this bill right now where after six babies. weeks you can't yeah so but most people <laughs> yeah most people can't won't even find out till about seven or eight weeks yeah you know and so after that they're fucked right yeah. so and then they they can't even leave the state to get get one yeah so I'm like, I want to buy stock in Copper or whoever's doing the hanger industry in Alabama. That shit's going to about to skyrocket right now. Whatever that metal is, I want $10,000 worth of stock right now. <laughs> They're fucking in the coat hangers. Jesus. Hey, I'm just saying, like, it's, this fucking thing's crazy right now. Dyson vacuums are going to go through the roof right now. <laughs> Wow, extra suction. Mm. <laughs> Poor babies, dude. <laughs> no, I know. It sucks. That shit makes me laugh, though. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor baby thinks that has a future and everything, too. If I'm going to go to college. It's, it's, right? <laughs> <laughs> Where's that hanger in here? Is my dry cleaning done? <laughs> There's one meme of this girl freaking out. She looks at her pregnant face like, oh, my mom's going to kill me. And then the baby looks, oh, my mom's going to kill me. <laughs> well, that's, that's cold-blooded. That's cold. That is cold. That is cold. <laughs> Poor babies, man. Somebody has to stand up for their rights. <laughs> Alabama is, apparently. But they don't want to give, they don't give two fucks what happens to them once they're born. Yeah, it's, I don't know, man. It's, everything's just... It's all ass backwards. It's just about being right, and not. It's not about doing oh, the right no, thing. Oh no, no, it's not. It's all <clears throat> about the money. You kidding me? It's all about fucking money. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. That's just poor babies. <laughs> 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 I'm just thinking about that. What is it like uh, the Ally McBeal baby? The one that dances. I'm just thinking about that baby. I'm like oh. That poor baby will never get a chance. He lucked out. No, he got out. <laughs> he got out. <laughs> That's hilarious. So now, do you still want to be a comic, or do you? Are you just entertainment? Or what is it that you want to do? I'm more interested in the money side of it. Com- don't get me wrong. Like, it, eventually, it could. It, yeah. I mean, if you stuck to it, but I feel like there's more. I I don't want to be Kevin Hart. I want to be Kevin Hart's boss. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to be that guy's position. Mm-hmm. And then I want, I don't only want his position, but I want that guy's position. Mm-hmm. Because ultimately, ultimately, most entertainers are bought out. Yeah. Right? They work for somebody. They they front like they don't, but there's someone giving them their checks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're, they're managed. And that's what I want to do, is I want to be, I want to be on the back end of that. Yeah. I want to be the one that pays the comics, you know? Yeah. And I feel like that's more of a field that I can control a little bit better than um, trying to make a drunk audience laugh. Yeah, I, I feel that. For me, <clears throat> for me, it's kind of like not having to worry about where the money's coming from, but just being able to do whatever I want and and just that like it doesn't have to be like 
I'm making millions of dollars or stuff like that. But just as long as all the bills are paid and I don't have to worry about money and I can just do whatever I want, mm-hmm. that, that that's that's my ultimate goal. It helps out that I feel you. Like, I, I feel that too. Like, you got to love what you do in order for it to make you money. Yeah. And I feel like I love the, I love entertainment. I just, I know now that I'm probably not going to be up on stage a lot more. Like, I yeah. just, I don't have the time to do that. Yeah. Whereas I want to be more on the business side of things. On business side of things in a field that I like. Yeah. And that's, I think that's what <clears> makes <throat> my life a little bit easier. You know, it's just yeah. being being part of the industry that I still love and then still being able to have, you know, being successful at it. Yeah. I mean, that, that's one one of the reasons why I wanted to do this, like show business or comedy or whatever, because it's, you're making money hanging out with your friends. Mm-hmm. You're making money just talking shit. You're just making money for going out and act like partying or whatever. And it doesn't even feel like it's work. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> So, yeah, that's one of the reasons why I want to do at least a five-minute set and just get that, like, super polished. And that way I, I know I can just do five minutes and entertain you for a little bit. Yeah. And I don't have to carry that big old burden of closing out the night or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Or anything like that. But at least I was part of the show or yeah. at least I did something. But it's kind of hard to do all that because I have to juggle that with, with uh, like, camera work and... and, and, and yeah, did you wear a lot of hats, man? Yeah, so... So I'm wearing so many hats, you're going to get bald. <laughs> No, but I don't know. It's just it's just the whole thing. Like if you want something done right, you got to do it yourself. No, yeah, I definitely feel that. Yeah. yeah. So that way, I was like, oh, I got to make sure this is perfect. But I, I'm pretty sure. Well, as as the things move along, I'll find I'll meet people that 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 I could delegate that to, that I could trust in their work. Yeah, definitely. Because it's 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 kind of hard to just do it all by myself. But uh, in the beginning, that's how it has to be. I wish I would have stuck with comedy more. Yeah. Like, I wish I... I wish I would... If I can go back in time, mm-hmm. I wish I could have done it right. Mm-hmm. And not let it go to my head. Not let it, you know, not let other things distract me. Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted... There was times where I was like, man, I should just I should just move down to Los Angeles to do this, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I just backed out of it. And then I went forward with it. And I backed out of it and went forward with it. Yeah. So... It was just I wish I would have just stuck to the plan and do it and, and have done it. Yeah. But if I could have done anything, anything at all, I would be an actor. I wouldn't be a comedian. Yeah. I would just be like a funny actor, you know. Like a comedic actor. Yeah, you know, like a Ryan Reynolds or some shit like that, you know. Yeah. So, like, that's what I wish I would have done. Yeah. But I think you know life just gets in your way. Shit happens. Yeah. Um, do you like have any of your old like? Like jokes or books or anything that you've written down. You know, I, <clears throat> I, st- I think I have one joke book left. It's funny you said that because I was just talking to somebody about that the other day. Because they asked me, being a comic, do you write your jokes down? I said, yeah. Like you have, you get many like compositions, books and shit. You know, mm. you just jot down ideas and stuff. And I remember one time I lost my joke book. I mm. lost it at uh, Mother Mary's in Clovis, mm-hmm. and. Uh, it was an open night mic or an open mic night, and I went up, did my thing, and I left my book behind. So the next day, I went back in there, and <laughs> I was like, "Hey, guys, I left a, a book back here. It's a joke book." And he goes, "Can you describe it for me?" I was like, "It's it's just a notebook, you yeah. know. Like if you have many, who leaves with many <laughs> notebooks yeah. inside of a fucking restaurant?" Yeah. You know? <clears throat> so I'm like, "It's just a notebook." If you guys find one, just you know, send it my way. It's mine. And he goes, okay, give me a minute. So he goes in the back and he opens up the first page. 
He ran your own jokes back to you? No. I had the very first joke in that book was uh, a racist one. I knew it. God damn it. It was black eyes and abortions. Because I combined two jokes together. Black eyes? Black, yeah. What do you call a woman with two black eyes? An abortion? Someone who doesn't listen very well. Oh. Right? Like it's one of those? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, then, what's the other one? He's like, he's like, what do you tell what's it? a woman with two black eyes? Like nothing because you already told her twice. Twice? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Just, and, and then the next one was, I was, uh, I was watching this, I was hanging out with this girl or whatever. Yeah. And she was telling me her age, right? Mm. And she was she was forty years old. Mm. She didn't look forty. She was she looked like a hot thirty eight, <laughs> close enough, but wasn't over that hump, you know. Uh-huh. Like she was, she could have been, but what definitely wasn't, you know. So 30, two year difference, yeah. you can tell. <laughs> you gotta put the rings on the elbows, you know. Elbows are too wrinkly. So she asked me my age. I told her I was. 20, I thought I was like 25 or something at that time. Yeah. And she's just like, I have abortions older than you. Damn. It's like, you want another? Damn. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. But yeah, anyways, he opened up the first page and that was, that, was, that was the name of the jokes. And he's like, I opened up the first page and I think this one's yours. <laughs> I thought it was going to make fun of your jokes. Like, was kind of, I thought this was poetry. He was, <laughs> like, he was got there for a minute. He could have. He yeah. could have read all the jokes. He's like, <laughs> he's like God ah. damn, this guy's dark. <laughs> I was going to steal these jokes. But... <laughs> I'm going to wait for a funnier joke book to come through here. <laughs> It's a, like, maybe if I told him there's not here, it'll help him out. <laughs> Forget these fucking jokes. <laughs> wait. Maybe Tell he'll him. try again. Try a little bit harder next time. <laughs> he needs to forget these. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to help him out. <laughs> and that's how I got saved by the dishwasher at Mother Mary's. <laughs> Dude, instead of, instead of your joke book, he gives you a pamphlet for the bride. But, yeah. <laughs> Go back to school. You'll need this. You're like, go learn welding. Go <laughs> become a nurse. Yeah, dude. Dental system. Dude. 18 year program. He's like, ah. I don't know, man. <laughs> These are kind of rough. <laughs> a joke about shoes, huh? <laughs> 10,000 souls were lost. <laughs> Like, oh, okay. Yikes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's the kind of shows we have at Mother Mary's. He's just questioning himself. Yeah, I, know, right? I guess this is what's going on here. It's time to call it quits. <laughs> but yeah, man, that's yeah. So that's that's like getting started and getting started was rough. Yeah. Because I remember, I remember the day I got started. I I did my jokes in uh, Clovis mm-hmm. at Grog's. Yeah. Grog's Irish Pub. And the only reason why I did this, I went on this date with this chick who said, uh, come to a show with me. And that was the first time I've ever saw Chris uh, Cruz perform at Club One. Mm-hmm. And that's back when he had that room, right? Yeah. So I, I go there, I'm watching the show, and that's who my date's friend was Chris Cruz. Yeah. <clears throat> so after the show, all the comics come off stage, and uh, I was talking to all the comics, right? And I was like, oh, this is crazy. I've never done this before other than... When I went and saw you guys do your thing. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, this, this is crazy. Like, I want to do that. I could do that, you know? Mm. And so 
I asked one of the comics, I was like, how do you, how do you do this? Like, how do you just get into this? And he's like, you gotta get your bombs out. Like, go to open mics, and then just get all your, your horrible, <laughs> horrible jokes out, yeah. and then work on them, and then that's how you get better. And then you, the more you do it, you start networking with other people. So I was like, okay. So he's like, there's a place in Clovis called Grog's Irish Pub. You should go there. They have a open mic every Monday. Perfect. So I go over there, signed up, um, and that's when I, I did terrible, when I, even when I brought my own people there. <laughs> and so I, I, was, I remember I was feeling so sick and so nervous. Yeah. But it was still, you know, it was fun, you know? Like, I, I, even though that it wasn't what is the greatest experience, yeah. I wasn't going to give up at that time. Mm-hmm. I felt like I can just, you know, keep pushing through. And then the more I went up there, the more I pushed myself, you know, the more I liked it. And then, you know, the rest is history. No, those people that you took the first time, do they go the next time? No. No? No. <laughs> they just, they just... I had, there was a good streak. I probably didn't bring another person for about a, two, three months. Yeah? Yeah. Because I knew I was like, nah. Because, you know, at that time, I went every single Monday and Wednesday. Yeah. Monday they had Grogs, Wednesday they had Mother Mary's, and I went every single Monday and Wednesday. Yeah. Until I got at least enough to have at least one joke. Yeah. And I think I ended up getting down to my Bill Cosby joke doing that at that <laughs> yeah. time. Freaking, uh, I, I think, I think if, because I, I don't live in Fresno, I live in Madera, so there's nothing, there's no comedy scene in Madera. Yeah. And so, I think if I would have lived here, I, I probably would have done the open mics already, but it's just, I don't know. So then it goes back to the whole, like, wearing so many hats. Yeah, so much stuff I gotta do. So probably the only, the only time I'll have is once that open my thing starts because I'm already gonna be there. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. So I might, I might as well do it then. But I'll probably just first start off hosting. Well, I'm gonna have to host or whatever. I think you should. You'd be a great <clears throat> host. The hostess with the mostess, man. <laughs> talk, clown on everybody. That's it. Like if I would, uh, no. And then it all goes back to me freaking. Uh, yeah, you one liners. Nah, I'm not no puns. Do it. No, no I'm, Eloy puns. <laughs> no, I'm not do Here's that. my list of Eloy puns. <laughs> so, I, I think that one thing is like I think people get. A, I, I remember one time I was at a party and I started making fun of this dude's mustache. <laughs> just, just making fun of his mustache, just because I got all self conscious. But I was having a blast. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> I just make fun of his mustache. I was like, dude. I, yeah. I, I forgot what I was saying about his mustache. but He hasn't worn a mustache since that probably day. Probably hasn't. <laughs> but I, it's just shit like that. And then something like, I remember I, I was at another party. I was making fun of this guy that had, his eyes were just like hella cockeyed. Like they were just like, they looked like two sisters that were angry at each other. You know? <laughs> 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 I, told, I told him, like, God, this we don't got to look both ways to cross the street. <laughs> He's got to take it care of for us. Motherfucker's <laughs> 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 watching his own bag. <laughs> Who brought Marty Feldman with us? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. And then I was just like, you ever, you ever like see a dog in a car and you make fun of it and like you, the dog knows you're making fun of it? <laughs> you never That's done that? No, I've never done that. Because that dog reminded me of that guy. Because his eyes are cockeyed too. Oh, damn. <laughs> well, yeah. So, that, I don't know. That's that's my humor. Just talking shit. I, I always make fun. I make fun of Philip all the time. But. See, I'm, I'm always, even to this day, I would be terrified to tell 
That was a joke. Really? Yeah. Like I, because like I respect him too much. Yeah. Like I don't want to be like you know, uh, this and that. You know. Yeah. And then it not be funny. And then what, I'm like, God, that's that's how freaking Philip and I met. Because I was working each at, other. Uh, huh? You guys were roasting each other. No, no. I was working at Samart, and he was working at Samart. Really, he was my manager, and um, I remember like this is back when Danny was working there too, and I was friends with Danny, and um. And I would just roast everything. I would talk shit. I would talk shit to Danny. I would talk shit about everybody. I would just make fun of everybody. And I, I remember I made fun of uh, Philip, but he didn't like it because we didn't know each other like that. Yeah. So he he like he he didn't like me from that. And then we both ended up at a party, and some other dude didn't like me because I made fun of him too. But then Philip's like, "Oh man, this is just gonna cost big old whatever." And, and this is right when they were already doing comedy or whatever. And then that's when he pulled me to the side, and we kind of had a heart to heart, and everything. So yeah. I never stopped making fun of him. I still make fun of him. I, I, I always make fun of him. Um, but it's just—I don't know—it's just how it is. It's just how I am. I, everything, everything's a joke to me, and I don't take anything serious. Phil, that was the first time I met Phil. Phil did the same thing with me. <clears throat> I didn't know him at the time, but I didn't—I don't have a problem with people roasting me though. Mm. So at that time, when I met Phil, I was also shooting a movie here in Fresno. Mm-hmm. I was in uh, Victory by Submission. It was an MMA movie, mm-hmm. right? So I was also one of the main uh-huh. extras in yeah. it, right? So, but part of that was I I was getting into the character, so I was like rooting for my guy. I was, I was the antagonist's uh, best friend or whatever, right? Yeah. I'm just, I'm getting into it. I'm yelling at him because he's in the ring, but they're like, why are you using your real voice? You're going to be dubbed over anyways. Just open your mouth and act like you're screaming. Yeah. I was like, but I'm getting into the character. Yeah. So by that time, I was already losing my voice because we shot that thing for like <clears throat> nine hours straight one time. Yeah. So at that point, I had no voice. And I was like, God, I even had two shows that week uh, lined up already between um, Fulton 55 and Mother Mary's. Yeah. I'm, I didn't even know that I was going to do Philip's show at that time. Yeah. And I found out I was doing that show, but I, I also realized driving up to Los Banos that I don't have a fucking voice. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm hoarse, so I was sucking down honey all the time trying to get my voice back for the shows that I was going to be doing. Yeah. <laughs> so I was carrying around this bottle of honey and tea with me, uh-huh. and I even went to Las Banos with it. And I remember Phil looking at it like, "This is the first time he's meeting me, right?" He's like. What's that for? And I was explaining to him when I was using it. Uh, so I kept sucking on the honey. <laughs> so we were sitting after the show. I, the comics were like, what the fuck is he doing? Yeah. <laughs> he goes, you shove that thing up his ass later. Don't touch it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch it. <laughs> he gets nervous. <laughs> what do you want? He gets nervous. Poor guy. <laughs> He doesn't know what to do. <laughs> he's, he's new. He's just trying to take the edge off. <laughs> just leave him alone. <laughs> oh, man. I had some really great times. One time, Phil and I, I was, I was at his house, and we were, we were just bullshitting one day. Yeah. And he was like, you know what would be fun right now? If we did some prank calls. Yeah. And I was like, all right. <laughs> I haven't done a prank call since I was 16, but yeah. okay, whatever. So... He picks up his phone, right? And he's dialing his random numbers, and it's in New York. Uh-huh. And he puts it on speakerphone. Oh, dude, I, I never died hard as that moment when he was talking to the pizza guy. Uh-huh. And he's like, <clears throat> he's like, 
Hey, I want a, I want a, I want a pie. I want. A, you did a New York accent. Yeah. You did a better night. I'm looking for a New York pie or whatever pepperoni pie. Yeah. I was you want a pepperoni pie on the other end? He's like, yeah, I want a pepperoni pie. He goes, well, here's the thing though. He goes, I'm gonna go down there and pick it up. And he's like, who's gonna come down here and pick it up? He's like, yeah, I'm gonna come down there and pick it up. Yeah. He goes, I'm also, while I'm there, I'm gonna suck all you off. <laughs> and he got his lines like. He goes, you know, what? He goes, I'm going to go down there and I'm going to suck all you off. <laughs> he goes, you're going to come down here and suck us off? He goes, yeah, I'm going to go down there and suck every one of you off. He goes, but I want you to come on my face. <laughs> <laughs> the guy on the other line started laughing and then Phil started busting up so he hung up the yeah. phone. <laughs> so <clears throat> another time that he did a prank call was when he did the Planned Parenthood. The joke was is that he he knocked up this side chick. He's like, I can't let my my wife know. But I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna drop her off. Yeah. Because she's she's Vietnamese, so she doesn't understand. I'm just gonna drop her off. He goes, I, but she's pregnant. I need you to, I need you to take care of it. She goes, he goes, no, she's got one of those punch cards. So I think the next one's free. He goes, I'm just gonna tape it on her shirt. I'm gonna send her inside. I'm gonna leave. Like you take care of this order. <laughs> Tape the military. <laughs> oh man, I know that's terrible. That's so sick. But you should have heard the lady on the other end. She was horrified. <laughs> yes, sir, you can't do that. <laughs> it's too late. It's, it's after two o'clock. It's too late. It's like you're like, oh, I have to rent a car outside. Yeah. <laughs> I have the keys to the condition. I'm double parked. I gotta go. <laughs> Just drop her off. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Phil, man. Uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that's cold blooded. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> There's no more treads on those tires. <laughs> oh, oh damn! Man, shit That's like that. Like, like I, people, people get mad, but it's just like I'm not the one killing babies. <laughs> oh shit! I'm gonna pause real quick. Right. It's raining outside. My dog's out there. Oh, we can end it right now. What time is it? Right, I'm gonna wrap this up. Derek, thank you for. Uh, Is it on? Yeah, it's on. Uh, thank you for uh, having me over. She was fun. Yeah, no problem, man. Anytime. <laughs> That's hilarious. I, I don't even think I have to edit that much of it. Came out cool. Awesome, dude. Yeah. All right, guys, we gotta go. Uh, we'll catch you on the next one. See ya. Later. <laughs>